two moms, two marketers, two women new to the financial industry. They have a lot of questions. That's why they're bringing in financial experts to educate all of us here on A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. Hey, everyone. It's Chantal and Liz with Centris Federal Credit Union. And yet another episode of A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. Liz, here we are again. You know, you said that like... um. We shouldn't be here. <laughs> like they should have taken, although they took the mic away they did. and gave us headsets. I only wish everybody can see this video sometime because we look so amazing. We look cool. <laughs> we look really cool. We look like we're about ready to take off in the coolest jet uh-huh. ever. I don't think we look cool, but no, I we think don't. We we're just telling think ourselves we we're that. Tell ourselves. Yeah, just keep telling ourselves that. <laughs> um, we were just talking about this before we went on the air. Um, I made a real bad decision this weekend uh not to wear suntan lotion and i am so hot right now under these lights i am burning up the suntan i feel it over here like i'm sweating because i feel the heat i know i know like you're bringing the heat today oh liz yeah (laughs) god oh we're coming off a uh you know by the time this uh recording lands it'll be like almost Oh, like did you, you did that. Like, yeah. Oh, oh land. <laughs> landing the plane in. Oh, yeah. It'll be close to 4th of July. Yeah, we're after. I don't really know. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to. Oh, oh 4th of July is a Tuesday. So, yeah, it'd be after. Yep. I wasn't even going to 4th of July. I was like, now we're talking about past weekend of Father's Day. Yeah. I, I'm so screwed up. <laughs> I know. Right we record so early. Yeah. So Father's because Day. Poor Cam has a lot to edit. He we does. have to give him like a whole month to yeah. edit our show. Yeah. Father's Day. You know, we had this conversation during Mother's Day. There's so much expectation for that day. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to blame my husband for the sunburn because I felt like I had to mow the yard and wash the car. Why? Why? I don't talk me through Did this. you wash your car? I, well, I did. I, well, washed, yeah. I didn't wash his. <laughs> I'm going to throw him under the bus anytime I can. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they celebrate all week, right? Like they kind of make it a week yeah. thing. Not us. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not moms. No. <laughs> no, I didn't even get Mother's Day. <laughs> you didn't. No. You had a sicko. Yeah. A sicko. Did. So I had to sit I on the couch think... and get sick. <laughs> Here, mom. You need something to do today. Oh, my God. You. This is so, I'm so hot. I know. I feel I'm sweating. Like burning. Okay, you know what? Open the windows on this plane. We're gonna gonna get to our guests because these guests are looking at us like, what are we doing? This is like our first time. There's so many firsts in this podcast today. I'm so excited. I know. This is great. This is the first time we have a guest that's not a centrist employee. I know. I'm really excited about um, this. He's looking at us like, yeah, right now like, going, I really should have rethought Yeah, he's like, I am regretting decision. this decision. Yeah. And poor guy, he's like, I listen to podcasts. This is my first ever mm-hmm. podcast to be on. Yeah. And this is the one I picked. Yeah. Buckle up, friend. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So you heard it. We have two guests that we get to talk to today. Our first guest is a repeat guest from our Centrist Mortgage team. His episode not to brag, was one of our top episodes from last year. True story. Got the mm-hmm. most listeners, the most engagement. Calm down, PK. 
He's been a mortgage loan originator with Centris for 10 years and has worked in the mortgage lending industry for almost 30. Welcome back to the show, PK Copen. Thank you. Woo-woo. It's good to be here. What's it's exciting. We need that sound like I that. Know. That like, laser. Oh, like, pew, pew. yes. Yeah, yes. that. Yeah. Oh, I'll just do it. I can beatbox too. <laughs> I got you. Oh, my God. Yep. Yes. I can do this. But I'm not going to stop there. Oh, I'm I'm done beatboxing, but I'm not going to stop introdu- int- with the introductions. Wow. <laughs> Words are hard. To give our listeners another perspective of the real estate market, though, we also invited a longtime member of Centris. And like I said, this is his first ever podcast that he's on. Thank you so much for doing that. We apologize that it's ours. In advance. In advance. For anything <laughs> that happens on this show. Um, he happens to be a very successful licensed real estate broker and investor with Remax with over a decade of experience in the Omaha real estate market. Welcome to the show, Justin Lormer. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Wow. Oh, he said honor. honor. Oh, Thank you for joining Wait. us. It's been a great show, everyone. <laughs> have a good one. We're we'll going to have fun. We'll just start there while we're ahead. <laughs> or stop there, not start. Oh. oh, PK. Yes. Oh, man. We we were so excited <laughs> when we first interviewed you. And yes, you did have one of the most popular. Thank you. If not the most popular. Yeah. Yep. Who knew? Here you are again. So we need to keep making them. All, all the time. <laughs> we can do this weekly with you. Right. Oh, no, we need no, to have no, you yeah. on once a quarter. <laughs> mm. okay. So you you both are just the professionals. And we want to pick your brains here today and just talk about things that are happening <clears throat> in the industry, right? We know that we don't have a crystal ball, unfortunately, to kind of see what, what's going on with, with mortgage the market and all the things uh, in the in the coming months, years, who knows. Uh, but there are some some great advice that that individuals like you can provide buyers and sellers. And so that's what we're going to we're going to give our listeners today all this great information. So we're going to jump right in with some questions. Sound OK? Sounds great. All yep. right. Let's do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. OK, buckle up. Uh, rev Exit it up here. Rows are here, here and here. <laughs> all right. Here we go. So. Uh, PK, you've talked to us about the the inventory can be low. We don't know if it's growing. We, it changes daily, probably. So what does the lower inventory mean for buyers? And what's some advice that you can give buyers? Well, the lower inventory for buyers means uh, what I always say or like to say is that they need to enter this market prepared. Let's be ready to buy and act on the opportunity when the opportunity presents itself. There just isn't a whole lot of time to process or think about it something or sleep on it, but you can be ready, you can be prepared by being first of all pre-approved with your uh, local centrist lender, if I may, but uh, (laughs) because that pre-approval will set the stage so you know what you can afford, what your affordability is, what is your comfort level with the payment itself and the down payment and just everything. And then you begin your search and you keep looking, being ready to pounce more or less and being patient with the process, process of looking at different houses because I always counsel my buyers and say, it start may start on the internet with pretty pictures on Zillow, right, Justin? But Hmm. you've got to get there 
on your location on location you have to go and see that house because each home is an education in and of itself absolutely so even if it is low inventory from what i have seen people are buying houses and inventory is increasing ever so slowly but it is increasing and uh from what from the few open houses that i have visited they all sell they mm-hmm. don't linger on the market if they're nice and taken care of they do sell which is why i said you have to be ready, ready. and available to go see something when it when it becomes available and i would add to it talk to your friends too see if they might know somebody who's about ready to put their house on the market you just don't know yeah. yep listeners I mean, he said pounce He did. That was a big word. I mean, uh, I like well, took you me know, back there. It seems Pounce. that way <laughs> because of the low inventory. Yeah. Um my friend was just so telling weird. me this weekend that uh she walks in the morning and she mm-hmm. said, I've walked past this house every day, never a for sale sign. But yesterday there was a sold sign. So I mean that's how See? fast it's happening. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. And even in 2015, when when the market was different, we bought our house. before it went on the market so i believe somewhere in there people know who's mm-hmm. who may be ready to sell and somebody always knows somebody and it doesn't always necessarily even hit the market yeah. so you want to be ready when the opportunity comes yeah. all right so, so how about those sellers yeah so those sellers they want their home to hit the market because there's lots of buyers out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. looking for houses yes yeah. Um, in today's market with our inventory being uh, 0.8 months supply, that's, mm. we should have a balanced market. We should have about six months supply. Oh, and wow. We have 0.8. 0.8. 0.8. So, 0.8. While it is going up, it's still incredibly low. Oh, yeah. Um, so those sellers do kind of have the upper hand when it comes to the real estate yeah. uh, in today's market. So, you know, the sellers can be confident that if their home is in good condition mm-hmm. and it's priced appropriately, Um, that it's going to sell in a heartbeat and they'll have multiple offers coming their way. Wow. I don't know. Should we just sell our house? That's what I have in my sitting here. I'm like, huh, 0.8, huh? I wonder what I could get for my house. I don't I mean, I could downsize. I'd come over and let you know. There's always that. What if we just put a sales sign in that for sales sign in there and don't tell our husbands like to say, hey, surprise. Mine we were would just not recommend no, market mine would research. Go into, <laughs> mine would go into massive panic. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted to do this and I wanted to finish this and all the things. Oh, yeah. So um, annual home values continue to increase. I know we just got our valuation in the mail not too long ago and it, it went up again. Um, and of course, that you know sends us to, into a whole another conversation <laughs> about taxes and things like that. But what does that mean for the buyer and how can they be better prepared? when they get those because the values of homes mm-hmm. well uh, this could be out of turn but that just means that if you have been preparing like you're supposed to like i say and you're ready to buy because you've done your homework that just means the time is now the whole thing about waiting and then waiting some more for something to happen isn't working because these houses are appreciating Don't you think, Justin? Yep. And from the beginning of the year till now, they have appreciated and they're continue to do so. So if you're a buyer, you want to buy now and ride the appreciation wave 
going forward. I did a little bit of a um, little research before I came here on uh, for a member that we're working on who bought their house for 300000 right now. Well, if depending on the what uh, variables you use and different things like that. So in about eight years, they may be paying three hundred thousand for us now for that for it now. But depending on what appreciation continues to do and what factor, anywhere between four and five percent in eight years, that house is going to be pushing four hundred thousand in value. Wow! So what does it mean for the buyers now? Act now. Be ready and act now. Don't play that game of waiting for something because there's a cost for those buyers who are waiting. And the cost is that the prices will go up. The interest rates are unpredictable. But um, you're missing out on appreciation and building of equity that you could have been. So that's one example. What? So what is bringing up that appreciation? Like how, like with a car, you know, the second you pull it off the car lot, it's already down $5,000. So with a house, you're talking about appreciation. How does that happen? So it's really the law of supply and demand right now is what's driving them to go up so high. Okay. So we don't have enough homes for the buyers that are out there. And so the buyers that are out there that can afford it and have done their homework and gotten pre-approved can pay what is necessary to buy the house, which in turn then drives up the comparable sales for the next home. And so um, the lack of supply has driven up those prices Mm -hmm. quite a bit lately. So it's not really anything that they've done to the house necessarily. It's just the fact that it's low supply, that supply and demand issue. Yeah. And there are things that you can do to improve the value of your house. You know, anybody that comes to look at a house is going to look at all the pretty things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you want to make sure that the house is clean and tidy and you want to make sure that, you know, your uh, remodeling that you're doing is somewhat neutral. And then, you know, if you like the pop of colors, you can use that with your decor. Mm -hmm. Um, But keeping things in good working order, keeping things maintained, those all add value to a house when it comes time to sell it. Very good. They talk about clean and tidy. I'm like, that doesn't describe my house at all. I don't even know what those words are. No. It's not for <laughs> it, sale. It hasn't happened in a long but time. But it could be if we do market, if we do like a test on our I'd podcast. have to, <laughs> Augie would have to move out. My three-year-old, she's she'd have three. to move out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she'd have to move out. Is she cute? She's very cute. She comes stay with her. Yeah, yep. There you go. We'll help you. Yep. Most people, full service realtor. Most people adore her. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't say most. All people adore her. <laughs> I think going back to something, PK, you had said, um, be prepared. And I'm just going to give a shameless plug to your past podcast because that whole podcast was was telling and educating individuals on how to be prepared. There were so Mm -hmm. many great points of of interest Mm -hmm. uh, that people should listen in on because uh, I think that's the key, right? There's so much going on Mm -hmm. that you have to handle. But if you can be prepared before all of this starts... Mm -hmm. Um, you're going to be one step ahead. I know that's what I took away from your podcast last time. Oh, mm-hmm. Thank you. And that uh, going in a, yet another direction, that's where professional guidance comes in. Yeah. You can't get all this from the internet. I suggest you talk to your local mortgage loan professional, talk to your local realtor and get the straight scoop. Yeah. The straight scoop to me means how does this apply for me? What's in it for me? the customer, the buyer, right? you know, yeah. Uh, because uh, anyway, the internet is overloaded with information and because this is such an important decision 
due to the size of it. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to spend a lot of your life there mm -hmm. making payments. There are things to take into consideration as part of this preparation. Yep. It goes beyond just dollars and cents. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it enters into common sense too. Mm -hmm. Oh, look what, at uh, Wow. Oh, so. I really liked how that just worked. I know. Out he there. like it's almost like he planned that. I know. Have you thought it about helps. going into marketing? Yeah. <laughs> yes? No? Okay. All no, right. I'll stay right where I am, right where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> what he's telling us is to stop asking these questions yeah. that we don't know anything about right. and <laughs> stay in our lane. Yeah. Stay in our lane. Pretty much. Yeah. He's like, go back to marketing. <laughs> yeah. Go make pretty things. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. <clears throat> All right. So mortgage interest rates are higher. I keep seeing those climb. They continue to rise. Um, how does this impact the buyer and how can they make sure they're getting the best rates? And are there things they can do ahead of time? That whole preparation thing. Is there, oh, yeah. Are there things they can do to be prepared to take on less than a desirable interest rate? Yes, that's a good, uh, that's a good question, Liz. Uh, again, preparation just lends itself to the answer because it's so important. And I like to say that even if it's a year out, but it's your goal, it's your desire to live in your own house, in your own space, in your own backyard for any number of dogs you want to have, <laughs> a nice backyard with a fence is very helpful. So uh, even a year ahead of worth of preparation can uncover a lot of different things. Either you can find out that yeah, I'm really ready for this step or I'm close to it or there are repairs that need to be done because with the interest rates, they are affected and driven not just by the market conditions and economics, but also by people's credit scores and amount of down payment. So if you start a preparation like that a year ahead of time and your credit needs some fixing, some improving, you get to find out what that is and you don't have to guess. You just have a, you get a plan and a roadmap and you know exactly where you're going. And that's how you get prepared to buy in 2024. If it's not now, is that what you're, that was, does that answer your question? That was perfect. That's kind of how I, I see it. Although I have to comment, there was a big giggle about a backyard for all of the dogs. Who's got all of the dogs? Some people have more than one. I have seen that. <laughs> I have seen that. You're not throwing. See? Oh, so uh -huh. I was too. So I was like, all uh -huh. right, who has? Uh, yeah. Common number is two, but there could be more. That happens. Mm -hmm. And that's where a backyard with a fence comes in very handy. You're not even letting on to like how many you have yeah. now. Well, we only have two. Yeah. Okay. If okay. my wife had her druthers, we'd have a lot more. Yep. All right. We we have to. It happens. Yep. And you have a fence. All things is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I really do like everybody else's dogs. And uh, right, right. Yes, I do. Right now, since you brought it up, right now we has, have a four-legged visitor with a tail. He's a beautiful German shepherd. I let him come to my, our house because I like the compliments I get on the what a nice-looking dog that is. And he gets to take a break from living in an apartment to run around with in our backyard and bark up a storm with all the other dogs because we're surrounded by dogs all around us. He's he loves using it. A dog. He's yeah. using He's a dog using for his own. Uh -huh. Yeah. But then he goes he home. Um, yeah. Then he goes so home to his own. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a grandkid. Kid. I love yeah, this dog. Right? It makes me look great. Yeah. yeah. But go yeah. home. 
I don't know what happened. Those are important considerations when you're preparing for a home purchase. Don't well. you yes. think? Yes. Do yes. you need a yard? Yeah. Yes. Need a fence? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I think so. So, Justin, then from a seller's perspective, what does the higher interest rate mean for them? And what are some things they can do to help sell their home quicker when those rates are so high? Yeah. So um, what that means is that the buyers that were able to buy their home last year are not the same buyers that are able to buy their home this year. So depending on how high the price range is, their uh, buyer pool might be a little bit smaller than it was in the past. And so that's where getting the home ready, getting it uh, you know staged and looking nice, making those updates that need to be done um, mm -hmm. is going to be super important for them in getting their home sold sold quickly. Those rates, we don't know. We need the crystal ball. Well, so <laughs> it's funny. I'm hearing so our val the value of the home is going up because of the supply, and then the interest rates are going up because of inflation. Because of inflation, so it's it's making it almost harder to buy the home sometimes for some of those buyers because both things are going up. Mm -hmm. But We've got more price on the home and a higher interest rate. But that doesn't mean everything has stopped and come to a screeching halt because be because we both see that people who are prepared and have a need are buying and selling. Wouldn't you say we're working with first time home buyers right now. They had a price range and a affordability factor. We met all that and they're moving, moving forward. Uh, my own son, um, his wife desired that the house should be bigger and two story and have more rooms and off they go. Uh, and they are going to be moving when soon. So, um, so the need is there and people have desires and another family I'm talking to right now, they have two children, four and six, and they have simply decided we really need more space, mm -hmm. yep. more rooms, more square footage. I don't know if that means, you know, that there'll be more babies. That's their choice, but they need more space, which reminded me when Judy and I were, at that similar stage with ages three and five, there were only two boys. Somehow that first time homebuyer house with one car garage and three bedrooms that seemed so big in the beginning shrunk. Yep. And so we decided, yeah, it looks like we need more space, more room for yeah. this and that. And that's just what's, that's one of the factors that's helping people to go out in the market and be there and participate and still buy because yep. it is affordable. Plus, this is probably a question later. All of these, uh, these, these sellers, at least, and the buyers, sometimes both, they have a lot of equity to work with. Families moving from Arizona where they sell their house, the, the house they're buying here in Omaha has a large down payment. That's because there's all that equity. And lots of people are not just the sellers and the buyers. Lots of people are just sitting on that equity because they are kind of hostage or kind of stuck. I can't give up that rate. I can't give up that rate. But yes, you can. But uh, equity is there. So people are able to have this affordability. 
they sell a house, they have a large down payment, and things still come together nicely. That's what I've that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, and regardless of what the interest rates are, whether mm-hmm. they're high or low, people are looking for a home that fits their monthly mm-hmm. budget. Yep. Oh, and yeah. So that's the Great important point. part of the preparation is meeting with the lender so that we know what that monthly budget's correct. Be. Very good. So then when we go out and look at homes, we can look at homes that fit within that budget. Yeah. Correct. Um, that preparation is key for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I know yeah. when we were looking for a home, that was we did that and it made our home shopping experience that much better than mm-hmm. the first time when I first bought a home. Yeah. And regardless of what rates are, there are changes in people's life that, mm-hmm. that dictate changes. them to move. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. parents are kicking them out of the basement or, you know, true, they're true. getting married and want yeah. to start mm-hmm. a family. Um, you know, people see the value in a yeah. home and the appreciation that it can get them and the, mm-hmm. the long-term, um, you know, wealth accumulation that a home can provide. People see value in that regardless of what the yeah. interest rate is. And a lot of people, you know, a year or so ago, you saw a lot of people selling their homes and moving into an apartment. Mm-hmm. So now they're renters or they are the first time home buyers that have been renting. So, so what does that look like for the renters? Because what what is all happening in that whole sphere of renting? Rents just keep going up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for yeah. the most you know, part. Like we had alluded to earlier with taxes and insurance going up. Yeah. It's the same thing that's happening to their landlord. Yep. And so the landlord is having to raise the prices to keep yeah. up with, yes. uh, you know, with those additional expenses. Yeah. And in most cases, when we look at the cost of a mortgage payment and the cost of rent, it's still right. more affordable to purchase a home right. and own it for yourself and build yourself some equity. Because yep. um, at the end of the day, you're paying somebody's mortgage. It's either right. your landlord's right. or yours. Or yours. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. exactly. Right. There's one more thing I'd like to inject in here. I haven't talked to enough people to see how big of a factor this is. But it is another set of buyers out there, believe it or not. I didn't think it was possible, but it is. People who have bought their house in 2020 or even 2019, that's a short span between now and then. Some of them have decided now that I've been in this house two or three years, it just wasn't the right one. It just wasn't. And they went and gave up whatever interest rate they have because they choose to be in the right place, a place they love more, and leave whatever they have to leave behind. That happens too. Some of those people go and find a existing house in a different part of town. Others, they just opt for building a new home be, and, and leave and sell whatever they were having for the last few years. That does happen too. Yeah, my son built a home and decided it's time to move on for what a, yep. for wife's reasons, which is okay, see? Always you have clout. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yes. he is. Clout? She Thank did goodness. consult him before we put a sign in the yard. Oh, okay. So, oh, sorry. Oh, you're, you're, right. yeah. They're guiding us not uh, to away from this right. idea. Yes. I think it might be fun. So there but was a consultation. Well, market okay. research. I know. Yeah. So, so I'll let you know. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might just do this. So you see, reasons are many and different. Everybody has a different approach That's to right. this, but it's true. That's why the demand mm-hmm. continues. The demand continues. Right. Thank you. So we've talked a lot about home equity. Is there a good time for homeowners to refinance? Yes, there is a good time for them to refinance. And that when when the need is present and the need is real. People most of the time just think, oh, it's about the rate, rate, rate. If it's not low enough, I'm going refi- to not going to refinance. But 
what what we're finding and what's happening out there also in with the pandemic and things changing in everybody's life so much some people are a little bit overextended there are much higher interest rates on credit cards they're paying than anything that a mortgage rate is now there are car loans at higher uh, at higher rates so all of those interest rates are way higher than anything that a mortgage is right now and with what we said there's all of that equity people are sitting on with professional guidance it would behoove them to take a look at their financial picture am i living comfortably am i just living to pay 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 uh, different high interest rates so <coughs> it could be time to take a look at the whole picture and see if one can benefit with from a cash out refinance we call them pay off some of that higher higher interest rate debt where the balances go down ever so slowly and use your home your asset to help yourself improve your financial status going forward and you will save money but that only happens if you <coughs> if you think about it if you stop and do some math and mm-hmm. look at all the angles and possibilities people are doing that and people are also using all that equity to do a number of home improvements now's the time right right that's what i think is there a right time to refinance? Yes, there is. It's always the right time for something, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I think the right time right now is to ask you our final question. <laughs> Do you like that? Oh, wow. Bummer. Okay. <laughs> he so, wants to keep going. I know. Yeah. He wants to keep... <laughs> That'll be episode Let's... number three with him, okay? All right. Yeah. So, penny for two, penny or two for your thoughts. So, what that do you want? That didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Has anything I've asked today? No. Okay, so we know that our podcast is named A Penny or Two for Your Thoughts. So what do you want to leave our listeners with? What's the most important information or feedback or just advice that you'd like to leave them with today? You want to start? You bet. Um, I think probably the one piece of advice that that I would uh, leave people with is to make sure that you have good professionals on your side that are able to cut through all the noise out there and give you the real information about what's happening in our market. Very good. And I totally agree with what uh, Justin just said. That really is, is a big deal. And that's how you get uh, prepared, informed and educated. So you can move forward with confidence that everything's going to work out because you went into it prepared and informed. Fantastic. So that's uh, that's I think that's the biggest piece of advice and depend on your professionals like your mortgage loan original, your real estate agent for updates and keep asking questions if you run into something and ask for these updates anytime you yeah. want to see if anything has changed or is different. And of course, if you're looking for a home, be patient and stay the course. Yeah. Keep looking. It will turn up. I've had, I don't know how many families that were pre-approved, and this was even last year, for several months, but they stayed with it and got the home that they love now. Right. I checked with them. This is the biggest purchase that someone will make. Correct. And so working with individuals like yourselves, it is truly not a transaction. It is a relationship. So you Mm -hmm. saying, 
we'll start working together, but that you'll keep up with us, like yeah. keep informing us. It might not be today. Today might be not be the right day, but you'll mm-hmm. just keep informing us. I think that's right. so important to to call out because it's it's a relationship. It's a partnership, mm-hmm. really. Yes. 100%. Yes. That's great. And we're there. Um, we're there for for our customers to give them the best that we know how because um, all of this, whether it's buying or selling, it has a lot of moving parts and people don't buy and sell every day. Right. But we do look at mm-hmm. it every single day so we know how it all comes together. And if if there's ever like a interest rate special, <laughs> then there's people like me who will make those calls and let them know, hey, if you haven't done anything yet, now's the time. Snap, snap, snap. He's going to be like right, all over it. Yeah. I know. So you, you that's yeah. that's part of being prepared. That's you benefit. Right. That's right. Benefit greatly. Right. You have people that want to set you up for success. That's right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well said. Love it. So our the advice that I heard out of all of that was don't put a for sale sign in your yard without talking to Chad. Okay. I will. This probably don't. I will take that advice. I trust that. these individuals now. Yes. I will listen to that advice. Yes. And not that was the penny or two. <laughs> that's what I heard. No surprise shenanigans in our front yard. No, no surprise shenanigans in anybody's front yard, please. No problem. All right. Thank you both so much for taking the time to join us Thank on the you. podcast today. We hope you both come back and share more information someday, or you can just tell us to go fly a kite too. <laughs> um, but we really appreciate it and hope you guys had a, as good of a time as we did. Yes. And right. for our Thank listeners you. out there. Definitely. If you have any financial topics you want to learn more about, you can email us at a penny for your thoughts at centrusfcu.org and we'll track down the right experts to come onto the show. And if you don't want to miss an episode, be sure you subscribe to our podcast and help other listeners find us by rating, reviewing, and sharing the latest episode. And there's more. Be sure to follow Centris on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, or check out our website at centrusfcu.org, where we have a great blog full of wonderful information. And if you want to chat with one of our amazing experts, just give us a call at 402-334-7000. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And thanks for listening. Thanks, everyone. A Media Production.